continuing with our series where every 10th episode is about breaking an organizing role. Today, we break the role that is get rid of duplicates. So let's dig into that today. Hey friend, welcome to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. I'm Joy Ridenauer, wife, mom of four, and unorganized professional organizer. I have a heart for ADHD moms and kids. After spending years learning and organizing for other people, I realized there is a real need to turn the concept of being well-planned and organized upside down. It shouldn't be created by type A naturally organized people as a way to fix you or your home. Organizing, planning, and productivity should fit the way your brain thinks. Albert Einstein said, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. Well, fish, let's quit trying to climb trees while being given tips by monkeys who cannot understand how our brains think. Join me in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. It's time to say yes to unorganized organization and flexible productivity. It's time to choose joy. Before I start on the get rid of duplicates role break today, I just wanted to say uh, apologies for this episode getting uploaded late. I had a busy Thanksgiving weekend, which was a really great time with friends and family, but we ended up going to the Iron Bowl. And for those of you not from the South um, or who don't follow football very closely, that is when Alabama and Auburn play each other. And my son is a senior there and we wanted to go once before he graduated. And it was an epic game that ended a little like, well, less than we had hoped. (laughs) It went to four overtimes. Uh, Auburn was a huge underdog and they, the fact that we even pushed through to four overtimes with a backup quarterback, a backup kicker, and the quarterback we did have having a bum ankle <laughs> was pretty impressive. But man, if it had ended just a little differently, it would have been truly epic. But anyway, great time. Got home very late yesterday after driving their kid off to his college and getting home. And I was so hoarse that I just didn't figure I could record this appropriately. So here I am next morning after uh, some hot tea and my voice sounding a little better and ready to dig in. So thank you for your patience. Let's see what we think about this organizing rule of get rid of duplicates. Just to set the stage, I just want to say that if you following sort of organizing steps or you have an organizer come in, the general process would be to, you know, clear out a space, start sorting things where like things are with like things. And then once you have a clear space and you see what's there, you can think about how you want the space to function, think about how you're going to assign things to certain spaces. And so you begin your purge. And purging is getting rid of the things you know you don't want or need or use. And then there's always the statement of get rid of duplicates. Parts of this I agree with, absolutely, because particularly for those of us with ADHD brains, we will know that we have something and we cannot find that thing. And so we go buy another one because we need it and it's easier to go buy it than it is to search through the whole house in places that don't make sense to try and go looking for it. So when you finally take the step to say, I'm getting myself organized, you will often come across duplicates 
of a thing, duplicates of lots of things. <laughs> and so then you are now faced where you actually have all of your like things together and you're like, how in the heck did I end up with 24 scotch tape rolls and 12 pairs of scissors and 15 reading glasses and (laughs) the list goes on. Uh, We end up having duplicates. The general rule is, well, you're getting yourself organized now so you will know where things go and you'll have a home for everything and you only need one. So don't be excessive. Donate those other items. Get rid of duplicates. Save yourself the space. You don't need them. Again, in general, that's a lovely rule. But let's talk about the couple reasons I think it's worth breaking this rule. One of them is if (laughs) you're not fully done organizing your whole house, you may still run into additional duplicates duplicates in places. And one of the ways to actually find those is to say to yourself, like for instance, with pairs of scissors, let's say. You say, well, okay, if I'm really organizing this junk drawer and I really want a pair of scissors in the junk drawer and there's not a whole lot of space in here, yes, put one pair of scissors in there. And you say to yourself, well, where else would be a great place to keep scissors because I don't want to have to walk to the junk drawer every time I need a pair of scissors. But more importantly, once I actually do walk to the junk drawer because that's its new home and that's where the scissors live, I will carry them back over to wherever I wanted to use them and then I'm going to set them down right there. I'm legit never going to go put them back in the junk drawer again. (laughs) So... While you've got these extra pairs, maybe you'll use the junk drawer scissors in the junk drawer when you're in that kitchen space, but if you carry one over to your closet and put it in the top drawer of your dresser and you start realizing, hey, that's there every time I want to cut a tag off of something and it will prevent me from ripping the tag off and therefore sometimes ripping the clothes. Admit it. You've done it at least once. When you go to put a pair of scissors in your closet, you suddenly realize, hey, there actually is a pair of scissors in here. Huh. Um, And so you might find additional duplicates, but it's not the worst thing in the world to go, you know what? Every time I go to wrap a gift, I'm looking for scotch tape and scissors. What if I actually stored one where I store those things and then I'm not running to the junk drawer to grab that every time I need the scissors there. You get my point. When you find yourself with duplicates of any item, stop and think, where would be good places for this to live? There doesn't have to be one home for everything. If, for those of us with ADHD, need items in our point of use area, and it's if we already have the duplicates, we went out and bought them, make use of that and store some in a few different places. I give you permission. Um, the second thing is to stop and consider, are the duplicate items consumable? Let's start with, no, they're not consumable. So I don't need to own five of these crockpots. You could have the biggest party in the world. You don't need five crockpots. And that's a whole lot of big bulky things to store. Even though somehow you found them in your house in the first place, this is why you have where you can't store the things you actually need. It would be time to donate those. Maybe keep two for the occasional party when you have two things you want to heat up. But 
uh, let's get rid of the rest of those. So that's a case where that rule works well. If it's a consumable, you are now saying, well, gosh, I had no idea I had all of these uh, paper towels or light bulbs or food item. Check if it's something that expires, like food, you know, get rid of all of the, the old stuff. But now that you have it all stored together, save yourself some money. It might seem overcrowded in that space while you're working your way through consuming your consumables. But as it whittles down and whittles down and you actually have that nice space there and you're very used to using it, you will start to understand like it helps your brain remember, I literally have plenty of cans of soup I don't need to buy anymore when I'm at the store next time, which has been an impulse for me. So storing your duplicates together that are consumable can help you kind of break that cycle where you always think you need more of a thing. That's actually useful. So don't get rid of duplicates of a consumable thing that you think you actually could consume in the amount of time it would need to be able to use them up before they expire. My one exception to this would be, you know, I was sorting through my mom's house before we moved her and when we got all of the like things together, she had a ton of office supplies and she was downsizing and there was a point where we were like, you you literally conceivably cannot use this much printer paper in the rest of your lifetime, even if you print 10 sheets a day. Like you just can't. (laughs) So in order to save space and make sense, we left her with a, a very solid supply for the space that she had. And then we donated the rest to a school. And let me tell you, as a former teacher, your kids' teachers will love to get printer paper, at least if they live in the school systems where I always worked. We always needed more printer paper. Consider donating things that will make you feel good that you are passing them on to someone who actually does need them because they don't have an excess of them. The other place that I want you to consider, it's sort of a piggyback on you could store things in more than one place, is... When you have duplicates of an item that can be stored in different places, store them in places that make sense, again, for point of use. And here my brain is going to shoes. You could say, well, I want to store all my shoes together in my closet and that makes good sense to my brain and I'll always know when I need my shoes, they're in my closet, which works great until you decide you don't want to walk through your house in yucky shoes and you start kicking them by the front door and every time you kick them by the front door they just pile up and you don't have a good solution there you say maybe I should get a really good organizing solution for where I go in and out of my house and I'm going to go ahead and put all my shoes there then I never have to think about going to my closet for shoes and that seems like it would work great until you need you know the very occasional pair of high heels and you go to grab them from the space you set up at the garage and discover they're dusty and yucky and like buried under piles of tennis shoes and boots and now it kind of messes with the whole outfit. (laughs) So there are times when it's okay to assign two places for the same item and you could put your everyday shoes near the entrance and you can put your occasional shoes stored away in your closet in whether you kept the shoe boxes or you buy a little clue or shoe boxes or at least you have them in a closet where there's not quite as much dust and yuck coming and going and so they just sort of naturally stay nicer out in the open. I hope that considering the duplicate rule with a little more thought 
is useful because I'm going to tell you with an ADHD brain, you are going to find lots of duplicates. So don't just blanket follow the rule. Get rid of duplicates. Consider where they could be useful in multiple places in your home. Consider their sense of consumable, the consumable nature of them. And consider that sometimes separating like items um, which maybe that's your bonus break a roll, <laughs> can be useful for point of use organization, which is definitely better for us. I just wanted to say, hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Hope you have a great push towards this holiday season that we're fast approaching. And I hope you continue to choose joy. Did we just connect? Seriously, do, do you feel at home here? then please do me a favor. Yes, like actually right now, we can do this together in real time because I know you're going to forget. Your brain is about to jump to the next thing. I get it, but stick with me. Literally, stop what you're doing. Look down at your phone and hit that follow button or subscribe button, whatever it says. That's gonna make sure you're here for the next episode. And I really want you to join me. Yay! Okay, now scroll all the way down and please rate and review this podcast. It helps other moms just like you find me and not have to feel so alone. And it's such a gift for me to read your thoughts and connect with me personally. There's so many ways to do it. You can shoot me a DM on Instagram at joylovinghome or email me on joy at joylovinghome.com. But our community is going to be so much fun. You can go to bit.ly slash joylovinghome. I can't wait for you to join me there.